everyone and welcome to To Having To Roll and welcome to our one-on-one -on -one TTRPG series today. We're playing our game Beneath the Sea. My name is Oliver. I'm going to be your player today and joining me is Robin, our storyteller and Dungeon Master for today's Hello. game. <laughs> I'm going to rattle through some announcements that I haven't got ready. I'm sure there's plenty to announce. Uh, one of the big things we need to announce is that tomorrow we are going to be guesting on another D&D actual play stream. Uh, Robin and I are both going to be players over at Roll the Damn Dice. So go check them out tomorrow. I believe it is 7pm, the start streaming time. Uh, so go check us out there. Uh, you might see some uh, very familiar bards over there, hopefully. Um, usual announcements, uh, make sure you go check out our uh, socials, make sure you go check out our podcast. This, uh, this game will be out in podcast form and the video will be available on YouTube, over on our YouTube channel. Am I missing anything? Giveaway. Oh yeah, there's Details also it, yeah. <laughs> there's also a giveaway apparently. Maybe you should just give the details to the giveaway because I don't know them. Of course. We also have our giveaway that is running on all our social media channels. To enter the giveaway, all you have to do is subscribe on Twitch and then let us know your... Not Twitch. Ugh. So again, to subscribe on YouTube and then let us know your YouTube name so we can add you to the giveaway. The giveaway is to win a t-shirt of your choice from our merch store between our bar team t-shirts and our role, um, logo t-shirts. <laughs> well done. Oh We're my gosh. Struggling through it today. <laughs> we got through it. We got to the end. It was a late night last night doing lots of recording. Oh my god, it was so late. We weren't, we weren't even partying, we were working. Oh, uh, we, we were working hard. But yeah, so I guess we'll jump straight in and play some D&D. Woo! So last we left off, our adventurer Rex had made his way through the sewer system, discovering Arlo's current lair. On his way, he was able to uncover several gruesome sketches of strange monsters and also come face to face with a weird tentacle being coming from within the sewers itself. Now, uh, what's your name again? Rex. Now, Rex was <laughs> I want to say Arlo. <laughs> Rex and Lenara were able to come face to face with the strange wizard Arlo. And after a short combat, Arlo disappeared through the waterfall behind. As soon as Rex went after him, the waterfall disappeared as the wall turned back into an ordinary wall. We return with... Lenara and Rex in the room after Arlo has just vanished. Let me change the music to something a little bit more uh, tense, maybe. Sure. Okay, so he's just disappeared through the, the thing. I'll see if I can go follow him cautiously. Yes, of course. So you can head back up to the wall. Sure. How, what would you like to do? Uh, it's just it's a it's wall. It's a normal wall that you're faced with at this point. Okay, I'll touch the wall. Okay. Um, nothing happens. Okay. So does it look like he like summoned this water and then jumped through it and then it disappeared behind him? Make an arcana check. See if you can figure that out. Arcana. Yeah. 
What is a 15 plus my arcana, which is a zero, so a 15. 15. You can't really tell. You're looking at the wall to your eyes. This looks like an ordinary wall. You cannot tell if this has been magically influenced or not. All you have to go on is what you saw with your own eyes. Okay. Well, I guess he got away. It looks that way. What do we do now? Well, we could head back through to that room, his office, have a look, see if we missed anything while we were there before. Perhaps there's something there to tell us what his plan is. Yeah, good idea. Well, I'll head back into the office. Of course. You head back through the pathway, through the open doors and into the office of Arlo. Within the room, you see the desk and several piles of papers and different books around the area. Okay, so what did I figure out the first time there was... The first time you were able to see a... Actually, open up my notes as well. Yeah. You were able to see a couple of books some on different different um, beasts and monstrosities, some on plants. You also were able to find crude drawings over the walls and missing posters. Along with this, you also saw the map. The map depicted where we are now in River Forest and also three other three other towns. Yeah, Merce, Two of Merce, them Stone, Fang, Farring, Floss. And Whitebridge. Well done, yeah, that's your only notes from last that's game, isn't my, it? That's yeah. my only notes from the last game. Well, in that case, yes. So you will notice then that there was a circle around Riverfrost and a circle around Whitebridge with the other two towns crossed off. So it looks like we're heading to Whitebridge then. Do you think that's where he's heading next? It's, it's hard to tell. I mean... Perhaps this is a path he has taken, but it's strange to know exactly, exactly why. Maybe we should have another look around just in case. Okay, I'll have a look around. Uh, do a perception check with advantage as Lenara is helping you. Okay. Ten and a sixteen. Sixteen, okay. No, um, hang on, I need to add my Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, go for it. <laughs> uh, perception plus three, which is a nineteen. 19. Okay. Um, right. So, looking around the room, you see again these missing posters, noticing that they all depict um, missing fishermen and sailors from the last two villages that have been crossed off and also from River Frost itself. You see various sketches, mainly of sea creatures. You find a book relating to different types of plants. And one more thing, as you look through the desk and maybe in a bit of old Rex fashion, as you start to look a little bit closer, you uncover a letter, a handwritten letter. Oh, prop, prop, hmm. oh, props. The letter reads, Dear Arlo, I see your powers growing, and I trust that one day you shall complete my work. T 
take control of the skies, the land and the sea. The world shall be yours. All shall bow to you. Use my scrolls and destroy all in your path. Your uncle. Honour him. On Honour him? Honour him. Yeah, okay, I'll take the note. I'm going to give you the letter so oh, you can actually see okay, it. Okay, so see your power's growing. Uh, okay, so... It seems that Arlo is just uh, an apprentice taking control of the skies, the land and the sea. The world should be yours. Promising a lot. Do I know, do I, have I heard the name Oranin before? You don't even have to roll for this. Yes, you have. You will know tales of Honorim. Honorim was an archmage. Someone who caused havoc long time ago now. You know that he is gone. He was killed. After trying to do something to the land, this part, you don't actually know exactly what it was he was doing. You know things were kept hush-hush at the time. But you were not aware that he had any family members or apprentices out there in the world. Okay. Well, I don't know what to do with any of that. <laughs> I don't know what to do with any of that information. <laughs> so, question is, where has he gone now? Any ideas? Well, to say it's about controlling the skies, the land and the sea, perhaps he's going to follow in his uncle's footsteps. I don't know everything about... The, the tales of this archmage. Remember they were frightening as a child. I know he had some sort of weird tie with dragons, but I didn't know anything else. Norwin will probably know more. Yeah, Norwin. Right, okay. <laughs> I guess we'll head out and see what Norwin's saying. It's probably a good idea. Okay. Also... And she um, takes out a book that she's found on the ground. And she flips over to a page and turns it to you. Does this look like the plants out there? Does it look like the plants out there? Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, it looks like the plants. Ah, uh, looks like this is what he was using. It's a plant of hypnosis. I mean... I think we just unroot them and maybe that'll help. It seems a bit straightforward. It does. But if he's gone... Is he gone? I don't know. Looks like he likes to cause havoc and keep going. Maybe he's not quite as skilled as his uncle. I guess. Well, maybe we should contact these other places that he's got crossed off. Possibly, yes. Maybe... Yes, yeah, see what sort of devastation he left there in. Mm. Cool, let's go up and speak to Matey outside. <laughs> oh, <wait. laughs> yes, of course, you can start heading out um, and you can just retrace your steps the same way that you came before, leading you over to the hatch. You've already climbed down once, 
you know how to climb back out again you can quite easily get back out yes <laughs> last time you also received the necklace as well that you found with the six jewels in it oh yeah i totally remember that yeah <laughs> so that was the six different spells that you uh -huh. can I'm use. I'm not attuned to it yet, though. So. Um, and you've not attuned to it yet, no. But you can have a look into that. But you can have your physical. Oh, look, physical thing. Well. Oh, look at that. So it's your six different gemstones. Each gemstone has a different spell. At the minute, you don't know everything about it. But once you attune to it, you will be able to use those. Yeah, nice one. So you can head out. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Ow. Sorry, I stood on your boot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's much easier. And the map's gone. And it's gone. Oh, crap. <laughs> okay, can I, can I see if the trees are still, like, doing the... Yes, of course. So, um, are you... What's the marching order? Are you climbing up first? Yeah, I'll go first. Cool, excellent. So what you can do is you can you can get up till you're almost out and then you can actually have a little look around. Um, do you want to just do a perception yeah, check? Yeah, I'll just put my head up. But yeah, perception. Natural one. Natural one, Plus okay. zero. Plus zero. <laughs> so you pop your head out and you can look oh, wait, around. no plus three, four. 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 So you get to the top, you can pop your head out and have a little look around. It takes a while for your eyes to adjust. You have been in these dark sewers for a little while, and although you started to get used to them, now coming out into the bright daylight, you, you feel a wee bit hazy. You look around, you can see different trees and things around you. Since you're specifically looking for the two large trees, um, Looking behind you, you see what you believe are the two large trees looking completely stationary with the other trees and foliage there. Okay, do I see Norwin? You do not see Norwin, no. No. Oh. I don't see Norwin. Where do you think he went? I don't know. We, well, he was being a bit weird when we jumped down. He was like, we, we spent all that time getting him out and then he went, oh, I'm going to go off and speak to the people in town, which means he's probably brainwashed again, if that's actually what he did. I hope not. Well, he did say about sending word, but I don't With know who? if... Oh, I do not know. He might have gone back to the boat, or might have gone back to town. Well, we didn't even set up camp yet. Maybe he was still under the influence, I don't know. I guess we... I guess we head back to the... to the boat. Sure, we can do that. So are you climbing the rest of the way out? Oh yeah, sorry, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll jump <laughs> in. Sure, we're gonna do that. <laughs> cool, you climb out. Um, as you get out, the trees around you don't do anything. They remain stationary at their point. You could probably determine from your experience within traveling and seeing different things that they were triggered when you opened the hatch originally to go down. But now they seem completely stationary. Hmm. You can head out. And you can start retracing your steps back to the boat. Okay. Um, any sign of Norwin? Um, looking around, you don't see him. You don't see any sign of him at this point. In the ass. <laughs> if you run off. <laughs> and you can, but you can start making your way back to the boat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to the boat. To the boat. Choose your own adventure. Uh, to be. <laughs> it really is a choose your own adventure. <laughs> 
it works, right? Kind of. <laughs> okay, so as you head back through the through the forest, again, everything is pretty much as it was before. You don't notice any of these weird plants or things around the forest itself. And you don't bump into anything. It's a little bit chilly outside in the air as you can feel it hitting your skin as you head back towards the boat. Walking towards the boat, you are granted with a familiar sight as you see Norwin standing outside the boat, um, <laughs> setting up, he's set up a little a little fire and you can see him sit, um, setting up some food and just waiting for you there. This is the worst camp ever, it's prime you. Norwin. <laughs> now you're like, hmm, what's the wind's voice? I'm like, I cannot do this accent. <laughs> it's a Scottish accent. It wasn't meant to be Scottish originally. That's the thing. I'm trying to figure what was it meant to be. <laughs> oh, Rex, how are you doing, my boy? Yeah, doing fine. You making dinner or something? Oh yeah, well I knew you'd be fine. You've you faced way worse than trees and things, so I thought well, you, I thought you'd be all right. Well, we didn't actually face the trees. We we came we went down the the hole. Yeah, into the sewers. That's just the underground sewers. Did you see anything? Well, yeah, we saw Arlo. You okay? Come, take a seat. Let me give you some food. You must be starving. Tell well, me. I mean, not really. I mean, we ate like like an hour ago, but cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we ate on the boat. Did you? <laughs> I don't know. I'm eating at some point today. Great, no, in fact, yeah, I'm starving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you sit there, you can sit and um, eat. He's basically just made a bit of a stew yeah. over the fire. I'll and, fill him in completely. Yeah. Excellent. What has happened? Also, um, also, yeah, so the does he know the uh, or, oronym? Oronym? So once you've filled him in and shown him the letter and things like that, he'll take it and he'll read it for a little bit. And you see him sort of shaking his head. Ugh. Yes, I know exactly who Honorim is. Honorim caused chaos and terror wherever he went. The rangers were the ones that eventually got rid of him. But a decision was made to uh, keep quiet what it was he was trying to do. He didn't want other people, well, trying to copy him. What was he trying to do? Onurim had this weird fantasy that he was going to control everyone by controlling the beasts. The main beasts that dominate the sky the land, and the sea. He... He got the dragons first. These terrifying beasts that would do anything he commanded of them. After, after the dragons had destroyed towns and villages, he then went for the land as he controlled these large bullets, these fearsome creatures that were evil through and through. What finally stumped him is 
when he tried to control the sea. He started experimenting with how to get into the mind of these creatures under the water, how to get them to do his bidding. With the sea making up most of, most of the area around here, he needed it. But the rangers had friends in the sea. The merfolk were on our side. And between us, we were able to, to put him, put an end to it. Listen, Rex, it was over 50 years ago. If this really is his nephew, and he really does have access to scrolls, scrolls that we thought we had destroyed, it's unclear what he's going to be able to do. But it looks like he started with the sea. Perhaps he thinks he can control the one that his uncle couldn't. Yeah, well, I'm still... Is it just a... Just mad ramblings, or what, what... What could he possibly gain from controlling the sea? He controls the sea. He controls how we all travel, how we get most of our food. If he controls the sea, he controls all of us. I guess, but controlling the skies and the land are easier, then we'll just do that. Anyway, where are these scrolls supposed to be if they're supposed to be destroyed? To my knowledge, they were burnt, the lot of them. Everything in his keep. Seems not. The real information for all this, it'll be in the headquarters. We could dig it out, find out exactly how he originally got control of everything. Yeah, I guess, but it's one problem with going to headquarters. That's the mind control plans. And, and we, we do, do think, think that it is the plans from what we saw in the study. Also, we have no idea whether he's going to come back to the study. He's got a pretty good base here, so I have no idea whether he's going to come back or not. Well, he's not been here long. It sounds like he likes to jump around. Have you heard anything from... These towns, Merstone and Farafoss. <sighs> to be honest, the last couple of weeks, I haven't received a single letter from anyone. Then I feel that's not true, though. Is there no trade? There's plenty of traders who would come into the docks, but I've been in my office the last two weeks. I haven't received words from any of the rangers. That's what, that's what I had to go and do. 
I've sent a couple of ravens off to some of the rangers that are nearby. Hopefully they can get back in touch, but if my mind was under some sort of weird, weird spell, and so was Helena's, anything coming in to the headquarters might have not made it as far as it should have. Well, I mean, he's crossed those two places out, so I don't know what that means, but that means they are under his thrall, or whether it means that they are all dead, I don't know. We need to ascertain what the end goal is. Exactly. I think... Because he obviously wasn't successful in controlling the sea, because he's still trying to do it. So, crossing them off, I'm not entirely sure what that means. Hmm. I don't know either. I think the first thing we need to do though, we've got all of Riverfrost there, still under this weird spell. We need to get rid of it. We need to find out how to do that. Perhaps people there will remember things, things they've seen. Especially yeah. those that have been out at sea and come back. They might have remembered something. Right, well, well we, we need to get, get some, some way of Getting rid of these flowers. Right. Flowers. Flower plants. Here's a book. I have a look at it. See if you see anything that might actually help. And she'll, she'll hand it over to you. Um, opened up at the page. Um, and you can... Do you want to have a read of it and have a look at it? Yeah, sure. I'll have a skim through. Sure. What's there? While I sit down. Yeah, you can sit down and you have a, a skim through. Skimming through it, you can determine that the plants give off a um, hypnotic aura that covers 20 feet within them. The closer people are to these plants, the more, the stronger the actual effect of the aura is. The more time people spend around them, the easier it is for them to actually be influenced by it. Looking down, there's a lot of notes on how to plant them and how to create them and where to place them. Mainly suggesting doorways, windows, these sorts of things. Things that people are going to be spending a lot of time near. Does it say we're having to get rid of them? As you read down, you can see that quite simply the way to get rid of them is someone who is strong-willed enough will be able to deroot them. As soon as they are derooted, unrooted? As soon as they're unrooted from the ground, they completely stop working. But you need to be able to actually physically unroot them. Great. So, I mean, I guess we just carry on with our plan that we had before. Just, we'll make camp on the outskirts of town and then we'll just slowly make our way in. Yes, that's probably a wise idea. I think um, there was fewer of them in the farming area. I think we make camp on the outskirts and we head in through the through the farming area in the morning. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, well, well, I guess we'll get going. Can I have a short rest? Um, yes, you can. So, are you wanting to take a short rest? Are you wanting to camp for a bit longer? What are you thinking? Yeah, I don't really want to camp here, right on the coastline yeah. because I think that's a little bit risky. Uh, cool. So time of day at the minute, 
you're looking, it's still quite bright sunny outside. Um, it's roughly, you'd say maybe like one, two in the afternoon sort of time. So you've, um, you can definitely find somewhere to, to camp. I'm not gonna make you roll for it. Your Rex has been traveling for so long. Rex can definitely find a safe little area to camp. Okay. After you have a little look around, you're able to find a spot within the trees themselves that has a couple of large um, boulders and things around there that you could quite easily... It's a um, nice boulder. <laughs> it is a nice boulder. <laughs> you can definitely set up camp and take a rest. Okay, so short rest? You can take a short rest, yeah. Okay. Short so rest. you'll get all your short rest stuff back. Um, is there anything you're doing during the short rest? Uh, probably just like, yeah, reading through that book, probably reading the, the note again. Yeah. You can certainly do that. You will date your rest and um, one thing that you will notice on the note is there is a wax seal um, at the bottom of it. The wax seal depicts a circle with a larger um, crescent. Crescent, yeah. that's the word I'm after. <laughs> a larger sort of crescent around the side of it, yeah. um, stamped in. I guess, do I recognise that as anything? No, you don't. No. You don't. You, you, you just assume that it's already. Yeah, you, yeah. you could definitely make that assumption. Um, by the minute, you've, you've not really seen that before. Okay. Yeah, I'll we'll rest up and then I'll once we've done that, I'll be like, right, let's spend the rest of the afternoon. We can come back here later and we'll head into the farming district and see if we can find the first of the plants. Exactly. Plus farming district, they probably have some tools that we can use. Yeah, exactly. Right. Well, I feel a bit better, I feel a bit more rested. Let's um we'll head in. Should we uh should we split up when we head in? Or stick together? Mm, what do you think? No, we need to stick together, because I feel like if one of us fails, then we need the support of the others to pull them out. Exactly. Right. Follow your leads. Okay, off I go. Right, I'll head off into the, into the farming district. Sure! You can head off into the farming district. You travel for a short time through the wooded area and you come back to the main path into River Frost itself, a path that you've already traveled on. As you walk through this path, the trees start to get slightly more sparse as you open up into the farming district. It's more into the after late afternoon now, sun has started to set. There's still a few people out just finishing, trending to their crops for the day. You can see the straw dummies out that kids are still practicing against and looking around you recognize a few of the areas. You can see down the, down the direction where um, Soraya's house is. <laughs> well, yeah, well, we know that she managed to uproot one, so. Well, she has a good head on her. That's how that told me you were here. If she's uprooted one, maybe we should ask her how she did it. Yeah, good idea. Cool, we'll head to Sarai's house. 
cool. Yeah, sure. You can head over to Soraya's house. And um, as you arrived at the door, it, everything looks the same as before. The plant is still gone. <laughs> yesterday. It's like you were here yesterday. It really is. <clears throat> what would you like to do? Of course. <laughs> you knock on the door and you hear a little bit of like scuffling behind the doors and it, it opens and you are faced again with Soraya. Oh, oh, hello. I didn't expect to. Um, oh, oh no, right. It's good to see you. Hey, Soraya. Uh, I don't mean to intrude on you twice in as many days. But, <laughs> it's okay. Uh, so there's the, the trouble that you're worried about. I've been looking into it. What have you found? I'll update it on, yep, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on, on everything. What we need to know is, and I'll like look at. I'm assuming I can see the hole where the yeah, of course. We need to know how you dispatched of the plant. As you tell her as many details as you wish to tell her, she doesn't look overly phased by the words you're saying. You could definitely guess that your your dear friend Tharaval probably shared quite a lot of his life with his wife, and she's maybe had a hell of a lot worse at this point. Worst spite ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Why is dead? <laughs> Why is dead? <laughs> yes. I was I was going to mention before about the um about the plants, but I just, I didn't know if I could um, trust you. And I didn't know if you were under some influence. I, of course, wait just here. And she heads back in the house and then she comes out with a couple of quite basic looking farming forks. All we do is just use these. Simply into the ground, foot on top, labor it, they come straight out. Nothing happened. It it took me a lot of attempts, though. I I kept going out to do it and then deciding not to do it. And then a few hours would pass and I would remember that I need to go and... It, it took me a little while to actually get the plant out. Okay. So keep that in mind. Well, okay, it's fine. We'll take it. We'll take care of it. I'll grab the uh, thing. So you've got forks. Yeah, she hands you the forks. Um, I did notice that some of these plants look different from the others. In what way? Well, these ones here, around here, they're quite, they're quite small. There's a couple of larger ones, though. I don't know if this, if you may be best going after those ones first. Perhaps that could help you. The largest one I saw was out in the dock areas. There's one near the near the clam it looks rather large i think that's probably maybe one of the main ones and there's also one up in the elven quarter just before you go into the headquarters well do you think we should take out the bigger ones first or just take them all out it's up to you but i wish you luck if you need anything else just come back here and ask sure right look after yourself I will. Right, I'll turn around to my allies. Right, so we have, what'd you say, one in the elven quarter, one in the 
one in the docks near the Clam, which oh. is the the bigger pub, um, and one in the just be, in the Elven Quarter, just before you go into the headquarters. Those are just the two. And those are the two large ones that she spotted. Every all the other ones um, look like the ones that you have seen. And okay. as you've been walking around, you've seen the same sort of looking little ones everywhere. You've also seen some sort of hanging vine ones that are a bit smaller. But she's mentioning these two rather large ones to you. Well, maybe we should test out the practicalities of it on a smaller one first. That does seem a bit wiser. I wouldn't want to go straight after something that may actually cause us some harm. Okay, right, well, I'll look for the nearest small one. Mm. Yeah, of course. So, farming area, you see them dotted about. You see one outside pretty much every main house in the area. Um, and you also notice, um, if you don't want to go right up to someone's house to do it, you also notice a couple scattered just outside the main crops. Yeah, we'll go to them and we'll, yeah. we'll start pulling them up and see if we can do it how easy it is. Of course, sure. So you can go up. Um, first of all, I want you to make... Um, it's going to be strength, really, for doing this. Um, for... Yeah, so just like a... There's only one strength check on there, and I always forget what it is. It's not acrobatics. It is... Athletics. Athletics. Try an athletics check. Oh, athletics. I don't know if I'm proficient in athletics. Um, or no, if you two. are so... proficient in something else that you think that would help you with, no. tell me how it would help, and you can go for something else. No, it's just going to be strength, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, maybe... Maybe survival, but then that's less. Okay, no, it's it's going to be strength, so that's a nine in total. Nine in total. Okay, sure. They're plants and you have a fork. As you put the, the fork in, you notice at first they, they're, they're a little bit deeper than you may have thought. There's not really been rain here for a little while, so the ground is quite, quite dry. And as you tug on it a bit, it starts to uproot in front of you. I would like you to actually, where are your, you can tell me where you think your party members are going to be at this well, point. Well, right, kind of right next to me. Right next to you, okay. Oh, in fact, actually, no, I'll probably tell uh, Lenara to be with me and then uh, Mushy to be. A little bit further back. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Norwin. Of course. Um, I would like you to make me a wisdom saving throw, please. Okay. And... Um, I also need one from Lenara. Oh yeah, do I have a thing? Yeah, I just realised you've got a thing. So, um, Wisdom Save. Yeah, please. Uh, that's a 13 for Rex. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we'll go... Oh, oh, she's levelled up though, right? Oh, she is levelled up, yeah. Uh, let me let me just add her, like, super quick. That's fine, I'm gonna just note that down. So you got a 13. Da -da -da. <laughs> okay, so Rex got a 13. Level 4 warrior, right. Uh, so she is going to make a wisdom save. If I can. <laughs> Whatever, no, I oh, yeah, it doesn't work in that sheet, sorry. <laughs> Uh, that's a nine for Lenara. A nine for Lenara. Okay, cool. So, Rex, as you 
start uprooting this, you notice this sort of strange feeling coming over you. But then you just, you snap out of it and you just pull the plant the rest of the way out. As it comes all the way out, the plant, the light in the plant will start to die out completely and the colours fade as it is a clear dead plant on the ground. Turning around, you will notice Lenara's eyes a bit more glazed over, similar to how she looked previously when you were out near the docks. She sort of shakes herself and just brings herself back around. I think this is going to be very difficult, but as long as one of the three of us is able to carry out the task, I think we should be fine. As soon as the light went out of that plant, it's like the memory that came to my head immediately vanished. It's maybe going to be difficult in the areas with more of the plants, but I think we can do it. I guess. I mean, do we, we'll, we'll, I guess we'll spend the rest of the evening like uh, removing ones around here. Yeah, of course you can. And then we'll head back to camp for sleepy times. Sure. Um, tell what, make me... Make a series of wisdoms? I know, I'm actually thinking maybe make another two wisdom saving throws. And, ooh, oh, no. and this is just for the course of the evening, basically. Okay, so there's a... It's a two for Rex, sorry, I'm just gonna take an average. So an eight and an eight for Rex. What was that, sorry? An eight and an eight. That's fine. Uh, and then for Lenara, that is a, a seven <laughs> and a thirteen. Okay. Sorry, I'm just taking the averages. Um, and we're going to, I'm just going to make a couple for, um, Norman as well. <laughs> Kept on fingers. There ain't nothing wrong with counting on fingers, everyone. Okay. Throughout the evening, you, um, the th between the three of you, you're able to uproot these plants. Each one seems to be getting a little bit easier than the one before. Almost as if the fewer plants in the area, the weaker this magical hold is. When you get to the final couple, you don't even feel anything as you go to pull them straight out the ground. And you've really got the knack for it at this point. It doesn't actually take too long and you're able to completely clear the entirety of the farming area itself. As it is all completely cleared, you will notice the people that are out in the farming area looking a little bit different some of them quite confused, running to one another and speaking. 
You hear the buzz of gossip start to lift as you notice people realising what is possibly happening. But at this point, later into the evening now, it's up to you. You can head back to your, your camp out of town um, and rest for the evening. Um, or you can speak to people. What would you like to do? I know, we're going to head back to camp because yeah. I want to kind of see whether we fall asleep and then they all sprout back up again. <laughs> nice, that's a really good idea. So, so the three of you, um, feeling a little bit tired at this point, you can head back to camp. You head back to the camp that you made up quite easily. It's dark now outside and it's, it's a little bit of a chill in the air. You can set up a fire if you wish. Yeah. You set up a fire. The three of you can sit there and have a little bit of a, a relaxed feeling as you've maybe actually accomplished something there. So in the morning we'll, I guess we'll head to the, the Elven Court. Is the Elven Court technically equidistant to the one near the clan? Yeah. Yeah, so we'll, we'll head to the Elven Court first and then if we can take that one out and then at least we have the Rangers headquarters back Exactly. I mean, in the main headquarters as well, like Norman said, for all we know, there maybe other people have been trying to communicate this whole time. We get in, we get in, we get to the records, we might actually be able to figure out what this guy's even trying to do and how he plans on doing it exactly. Well, I guess we can, we can rest here for now. Yeah. And Lenara will kind of sit down, she'll kick her boots off. And she'll um, <laughs> put on her fluffy slippers. <laughs> she'll take out um, a couple of bottles, and she'll she'll start pouring a couple of drinks, and she'll she'll go to offer offer you one. Ooh, no, yeah, I'll take a drink. <laughs> You've become more trusting in your old age, Rex. I don't know about more trusting, but. We've come to accept what will be will be, I guess. Mm. Well, let's rest up then. Yeah. So you can you can sit there for a little while. Um if you wish, you can have a look at the necklace that you got. If you want to Oh yeah, to, I'm gonna yeah, um, I'll, I'll attune attune to my necklace. You can certainly you can attune to your necklace. And as Rex is attuning to his necklace, I think we'll go and take a break right there. Yeah, because then I can uh, redo my spells in the break. <laughs> spells. Exactly. Uh, thank you everyone for joining us. Thank you, Robin, for uh, the amazing game so far. Uh, we're going to take a five, ten minute break. So uh, stick with us and we'll be right back. See you soon. See you soon. Welcome back to To Have and To Roll. I'm going to pass you back over to our Dungeon Master and Storyteller, Robin. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and yeah, welcome back. So before the break, our adventurer was able to find out that the strange glowing plants around Riverfrost were indeed mind-controlling people there giving, he doesn't know the exact effects of it, but knows that false memories were created. He was able to determine that in destroying the plants, they could also destroy the effect in the area. Rex, Lenara, and Norwin were able to uproot 
all the plants in the farming area, meaning that all the people started to remember things, remember what was actually happening. They didn't stick around too long though as the three headed back out into the woods to camp for the evening to see if their work had all been worthwhile the next morning. So we return back to Rex, Sonara, and Norwin. You are at the camp. You have spent some time there so far. You have attuned to your necklace. And it is now up to you if you wish to go ahead, take your long rest, or if you would like to do anything beforehand. Oh no, yeah, we'll take the long rest and get up in the morning. Exactly, okay, I'll just go there. All the words. Excellent. You can successfully take a long rest and you can tick that off. Good, we're done. Nice. <laughs> I mean, a monster comes down. <laughs> and and you you now have three points of exhaustion. <laughs> you don't. Um, so you you can wake up in the morning. Uh, Rex is an early riser, isn't he? Yeah. Cool. So you'll, you'll rise quite early in the morning and you can... Right about the same time you've been waking up so far, so the sun's just starting to come up. You're just getting that sort of glow there as it's starting to rise. Uh, would, you, would you like to do anything? Your companions are there, maybe still sleeping away, but you can... No, I'm just, I'm going to go and I'm going to go meditate a little bit. Maybe pray a little bit, because that's what I do now. Of course. And then, uh, yeah, I'll just get ready for the day ahead and... Um, make sure we're prepared to head into town. As you head over and you sit, meditate and pray for a time, you've been searching a long time for some sort of meaning, trying to maybe change who it is that you are. Spending all that time before at the temple didn't quite give you the fulfillment that you're starting to feel now as you get the sense that you might have actually done something good not for your own personal gain not with any monetary award attached to it just to help people for the sake of helping them Included is the family of your lost friend. You can decide how you feel with that information, but that's what's kind of going through. Once you've sort of finished there and you kind of head back to the camp, by the time you head back, the other pair are up, sort of ready to go. Go on, let's go. Yes, let's, let's head and see if our work was worth it. Well, we'll head, we'll head via the uh, farming district and see if the plants are still there or if they are still uprooted and gone. <laughs> of course. As you head over to the farming district, you make way through the, the, the woods and everything else and you, you, you trail the same path into to River Frost. So no matter what you do, you've got to go through the farming district. And as you head in, you notice that the plants are gone. Completely gone. So before you kind of left a little bit of a mess. You, you you dug the plants up, but kind of left them rotting. But you know, being in the farming district, 
everybody there is quite good at getting rid of things and you notice that the people around there had cleared up all the remainders of the plants and have disposed of them. You don't quite know how. As you head through, there is a different feel in the air. Almost a feel of normality. You may even realize that before everybody was under this sort of strange positivity as they were wandering around. Whereas now it is slightly more realistic as you still see, you see a few people out tending their crops, speaking to one another. You notice that a lot of people are together. Before there was a lot of people wandering around by themselves. But you notice now a lot of people are choosing to, you know, be in small groups of people. You can head straight through and you can head straight to the bridge for the um, Elven District. Uh, before we head yep. through, Norwin, I think you should... I think one of us needs to stay out here. I think you should be the one to stay out here if we aren't strong enough to overpower this plant. Psychic, magic, whatever it is, then we need to know there's someone on, on the outside that knows, knows what's going on. I agree with you, but not quite for the reasons that you said. I've been here this whole time. These plants have been in my head this whole time. I'm more worried about what I might do to you and to you, Lenara, if that thing takes a hold of me when I'm next to you. Fight a load of trees or something. <laughs> Come on, let's go. Good luck. I'll stay around here. Once you finish it, let me know. I'll be with Soraya. And he walks all over to Soraya's house. Was he Professor Oak or something? <laughs> I don't know what. I'm gonna go hang out with the widow, right? <laughs> okay, well, we'll uh, yeah, we'll we'll head in. Um. Yes. Yeah, so you can head. Um. You will head over to the bridge. Now, as you leave the sort of farming area and you leave the last little bit where you had uprooted most of the plants, you can cross the large stone bridge into the Elven Quarter, or otherwise known as the capital of Riverfrost. Heading in again, you are met with a wonderful scent of rose petals, a cluster of different bright colours around the area. This is completely normal for the Alvin Quarter. They have a real fey influence here. As you look around, you will notice that some of these plants that you'd uprooted in the previous night, you'll notice the similar plants around here. And as you look for the larger of them, you will see that next to the large fountain, there is one of these plants, about three, four times the size of the ones you've been uprooting so far. Right, let's cut it down. Okay. Is it like we're going to be able to uproot this or is it like in stone and everything? No, it's still in ground. Everything okay. here in the Elvern Quarter is in sort of like soft ground. Okay, well, let's do this then. Let's, uh... So, how are you both doing this together? How would you like to do it? 
Um, I don't, I don't like. It, does it look like it's going to be an absolute like? Real oh no, tough it looks situation do, it, it's a it. plant. It looks I guess, doable. Okay. Well, um, we'll, just do the, we'll just do the same as we did then, I guess. Would you like to uproot it together or one at a time? Mm, no, let's just do it together. Okay. Let's just like. So in that case, you can decide either you can roll with advantage or you can have Lenar roll with advantage. It's totally your choice. Uh, no, I'll roll. I'll roll with advantage. Go for it. Give me a strength check with advantage first. Eight. Advantage. Okay. Sure. As you put your forks into there and you start trying to uproot it, you notice that it's a little bit tougher than the other plants. You're able to get part of it out at first before the sort of toxic scent starts filling the air and coming around you. I'd like you to make a wisdom saving throw and one for Lenara as well. I'm rolling terribly. Uh, well, um, 9, 10, 11, 12 for me. Okay. Um, Lenara, oh, it was a 19. Okay. Um, Lenara carries on sort of pulling away and you see that, that, that her part of the plant is actually coming out quite well and she keeps sort of chucking ahead but as you're there and as you're trying to uproot this plant you feel a connection to it a strange feeling that you don't want to uproot it you don't understand why they're doing this seems completely pointless to you you don't understand why you would be here doing it You can do whatever, this, whatever you is want with that. This payback for the end of <laughs> Land of Vampires, <laughs> where I used the mind control spell on you. How does it feel? <laughs> well, it feels like I want to save this plant. Uh, Lenara, I'll stop. I think, I think we should just leave it here. Vex, no. We need to keep going. We need to get out. Okay, but why are we actually doing this, though? Because it's... It's destroying everything around. It's It's controlling the... It's controlling everyone. You know what we have to do. Yeah, but it's such a pretty flower. <laughs> Wait, Rex. And she looks at you. Who's Arlo? Do I do I know Arlo? Um, Arlo's your friend. Oh, yeah. He helped you fight when you were a young boy. Arlo, yeah, he's not a mentor of mine. No, Vex, no, you need to, you need to, you need to snap out of it, okay? You need to come back round. And she stops doing what she's doing and she, she goes and puts her hand on your shoulder. And she's like, Vex, you know who I am and you know why you're here and you know who you are. Make another wisdom saving check, please, with adds advantage. Disadvantage. Advantage. Thank God. Okay, that's 14. 14. You rolled a 12 first, didn't you? No, I rolled a... Oh, right, no, I rolled a... Yeah, 12 uh, last time. <laughs> so you rolled a 1, I think. No, I rolled a 1 on the, on the advantage there. Cool. 
a memory of Arlo as your mentor and all these positive feelings around him start to fade slightly as they're replaced with your true memories, whatever they may be, but the true memories of how you came into where you are now. Seeing Lenara in front of you, you start to remember her, remembering when you first met her within the Rangers, when you first went out and did tasks with her and you realise that she's someone you trust and can count on as you start to snap out of it. We need to get this plant away from here. Right, I'm going to... Oh. Um, I'm just going to attack it. Go for it. Yeah. Roll, a, roll an attack roll. Uh, wait, hang on. Do, do I actually have a, I don't have a blade on me, I don't think. Uh, uh, you shoot him. No. You, you, well, you don't have a, did you make did you make sure you equipped everything that you had in your um... no I've got a dagger no I'm gonna, yeah. no, I'm gonna use my quarter staff I can yeah uh, go for I'll, it so I'll roll an attack against it <laughs> uh, that is a 15 to attack the plan yes a 15 hits roll me some damage uh that is, oops. That is, uh, oh, oh, is that right? Yeah, that's 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 only five damage. But you know what? I'll smite it as well. Go for <laughs> it. Because because I'm angry paladin. Get your angry paladin. Keep going. Oh, that was crap as well. So uh, a grand total of eleven damage with the smite. <laughs> So this plant, which has already been slightly uprooted at one side by you and quite well uprooted at the other side by Lenara, as you take out your quarterstaff and you whack into it, a big chunk of the side of this plant is completely ripped off, drops to the ground, shrivels up and dulls in colour. The rest of the plant remains there. Do you want to? Do you want to hit it again? What do you want to do? Let's just get it uprooted and just cool. get it. Yeah, you, you've already like taken a chunk of this plant. You don't need to roll here. You can certainly, as you put the fork in and with this sort of anger that you feel after these false memories of a false mentor were implanted into your head, you use that anger and you completely uproot this plant. And as you do so, the plant itself the color fades in it as it shrivels and drops down to the ground. And then you notice all around you, within the elven quarter, you see one at a time, these plants shriveling and dropping, some from the side of the building, some from around the fountain itself. As you notice all of them connected in some sort of way to this main plant. And just like that, the entirety of the Elven Quarter is free of these strange hypnotic plants. Well, I guess that's that. Oh, yes, that was um, certainly worth it. What do we... <laughs> is there any of the people around? Is there any of the rangers around knocking about? 
assume none of them like saw us do that because they probably would have stopped us but is there anyone no the elven quarter is a very quiet and peaceful place even in this time it always has been um people will tend to always be within the actual main headquarter buildings itself so you can head through the archway and head in if you wish well tell lenara why don't you go ahead and get uh norwin and i'll head into the headquarters of course I'll meet you in there. Okay, I'll head in. You can head in. As you head in through the archway of the Helven Quarter and you walk in, you notice that all the plants that were once inside the quarter, all the glowing plants that were once inside the quarter, shrivel up and they have all completely gone, they've dropped down to the ground. And you see a few people walking around and a bit of a worried tone within the air. In front of you, you can see the reception desk with um, with Helena sitting there. <laughs> She's there with her, the half-elven older woman with the messy grey bun in her hair. You see her frantically going through papers and things on her desk, taking out boxes and looking through them as you as you come in. What was it to do? Helena. Oh, Rex. Do you remember Arlo? <laughs> no, I do not remember Arlo. Not for the reason that you think I remember him for anyway. It's fine. It's fine. I'm going to need to see if you know of any. I'm going to need to see all the information you have on honor him. <sighs> this comes from Norwin, by the way. Of course. Are you showing her the letter? No. No. Uh, honor him. The, the Archmage. Sure. I just need to see all the information you have on him. Very well. She, she kind of turns around and she starts looking around again and she stops and then looks back at you. How do I know this is not some... No, no, I'm sorry, no. You will have to... You will have to have Norman himself tell me this. I, I do not trust what you're saying. Well, that's fair enough. I understand. You can wait over there. Sure. She's different than what she was before. Before she was very... sweet and kind and just, just there to help. She seems flustered, stern, and quite suspicious. Okay. Maybe a bit more how you would expect somebody within the Rangers to behave. Okay, well, I'm, I'm gonna turn around and I'm gonna, but I'm not gonna go wait, I'm gonna walk out. Sure. You can walk out, and as you walk out, you can stand there for a moment. As you're standing waiting, you will see coming across the bridge, Lenara Norwin. As a pair of them are walking towards you. Oh, I'm really glad that worked. Have you been in yet? Uh, yeah. I need you to go and look up those papers on our end, though. Of course. Me and Lenara will go and deal with this last one. Of course. Tell you what. I'll head in. I'll find out what I can. It's... It's going to be chaos in there. 
gonna maybe need to give me some time. Figure out what's happening. I'll I'll cut. I'll come and meet you guys over there. Where do you want me to meet you? Uh, don't worry about it. We've got it. Sure. And you'll head in. Just the frost, indeed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll head uh, over to the docks and we'll head to the clam, I guess. Sure. You can cross over to the docks. Again, you're greeted with the salt air that hits your face, wandering over the pebbled streets. You can see once again all these plants around several areas. This is the most heavily sort of covered areas when it comes to these plants. But also, there's a lot of people around, a lot of people wandering around and tending to their day. As you make your way over to the clam, the large tavern which was once a great ship, you see that, of course, a few feet away from it, there is a plant very similar to the one that you saw, that you just destroyed over at the Elven Quarter, but a little bit larger. What do would you like to do? Right, I'm not going to take any chances here. I'm going to... Oh, actually, can I cast this? Go for it. Uh, I am... Crap, do it. Did I have it even... Oh no, no, I do, I do. So I'm going to, uh, I'm not going to take any chances and I'm going to say a little prayer to the Platinum Dragon and I'm going to hit my quarterstaff on the ground and I'm going to cast Searing Smite so my quarterstaff sets a flame and then I'm going to uh, walk up to this plant and smack the hell out of it. Go for it, it'll be an attack. Okay. Do you need to, to do anything for a Searing Smite, first of all? Or uh, no, it it no, it gives me, uh, so it's a bonus action, uh, deals extra extra d6 fire damage uh, and causes the target to ignite in flames. Nice, go for it. <laughs> what I should have done to the first one. Probably, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, oh yeah, Searing Smite. Uh, so that is a 16 to hit. Yes, that hits. Okay, so we'll do my regular damage. Oh wait, was it? D Why is that D four? Should be a D four. Oh, oh no, I guess it's a D four. Uh, so that's five bludgeoning. Ah, uh, oh, because it said rolling my dagger. That's why. Doing worse. Three, three bludgeoning damage, and then a D six fire damage. A four. A total of seven damage, and it bursts into flames. So it bursts into flames. Bursts into flames. How is it on fire? Like, um... yeah, mechanically, it's like on fire. Probably so. well, got it. Cool. Yeah. As you, um, as you hit this, and at first. Not really doing too much to it at first. You maybe kind of start to snap one of the one of the stems on the side of it, but as you ignite this in flames, you notice that the well, it's, it's dry plant life. It completely is engulfed within these flames as it starts to burn before you. Beneath this, beneath the flames. It starts to shrivel and noticing around you see all the other plants within the docks slowly start to shrivel up 
as they're all dying off. The people around the docks, this busy dock area, at first looked concerned and frightened as you set alight this plant that some of them love deeply. You set it alight and then slowly they all start coming to and start to understand what's happening. The plant will burn completely down to nothing in front of you as this magical um, aroma is completely lifted from the docks. You have now completely cleared the farming district, the elven district and the dockyards. Well, my work here is done. <laughs> um, Rex, what about the um, scary wizard with the weird control fetish for the world? Uh, I mean, I guess. I mean, I've helped River Frost out. Uh, yes, yes, that's true. But um, well, I was sort of, of me, right? hoping we'd help everyone. Well, everyone's safe. <laughs> What should we do now, then? I guess we go speak to Norwin. Uh, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. right, let's head. <laughs> let's speak to Norwin. Start heading back over, and um, there's a bit of chaos around you as you're heading, as people are all now starting to come together and realising what's happening. You see a lot of people gathering in, in big groups and heading into places such as the Clam, clearly trying to figure out what the hell has been happening this whole time. You can quite safely head back over and head to the um, to the Elven Quarter, making your way into the headquarters of the Rangers of the Frost. As you head inside, everybody seems to be out and working. The place is starting to look a little bit more like how you remembered it. Last time you visited, the place only had one person sitting there behind a reception desk and everything being very laxed. Now as you walk in, there are many people out working, moving things, trying to figure out what's actually happening and going through what looks like piles of undelivered scrolls. What would you like to do? I'm going to go straight and see if I can find Norman, I guess. Of course, yeah. You know where his office is and you can, you can head straight through. Helena will sort of look at you as you go past, but then just sort of nod and go back to what she's yeah, doing. I'm just going to keep walking. <laughs> Yourself and Lenara can head through to the office and open up the door. As you head in, Norwin is there and you see him with several piles of paper there as he looks up at you. Oh, well, you're here anyway, so I take it you're, you managed it. Uh, yeah, yeah, we got it done. Nice, well done. It's, um, turns out that whatever he was doing, he was stopping everything from getting to us. And he takes out these um, letters that he's opened and he slams them down onto the table in front of you. Bastard. He stopped all communication coming through from the other villages around here. Yeah. They called for help. They needed us. And they could do nothing. Well, looks like you've got a backlog of work, Norman. This is going to take a long time. 
but I did manage to dig out a load of stuff for you. This is everything we've got on Ornim. And he pans you over a file. Everything's in there. Everything you're going to need. Everything I'm going to need. Rex. I'm not a ranger. I know you're not a ranger. And I do not expect you to join. Because you've turned us down already. I'm going to ask you. We need to put an end to this man. We are going to do everything we can. We need someone like you. Someone who has traveled these lands, who's experienced it, and someone who has some stakes in it. I don't know if I have any stakes in it, but I've got nothing else to do. Look. He's hit these fishing towns. All these missing people. They might still be alive out there somewhere. Well, where do you want me to start? What I can see is that there's... There's three places. For following the path of Honorim, he went to the dragons. Dragons are not easy. They're not easy to reason with. Depends you on the could, dragon, I think. You could go to the dragons. They're Boothettes. I would uh, stay clear of them, to be honest. But if you want to go chance your luck. Who are they? These are these. They're large, evil monstrosity. Almost bullet like in shape. They go down underground and they will come out and engulf everything in their path. What do they have to do with them? Well, that is how Honorem got a hold of the lands. It's what he used to control different villages and different lands. These large beasts would go below the village and just erupt at his choosing. No one was safe. And the last one could go speak to the merfolk. They... They have good favour with the, the rangers of the frost. I know you're not a ranger, but... We've not seen them in quite a long time. But we know where they are. They're on an island just... Just off from here. They might be able to help. I guess that makes sense. I'd go speak to them first. I mean, if... I was Arlo, it didn't seem like he had completed his mission of taking over the seas, and that's what he seemed to be most focused on. Exactly my thoughts. I reckon he's uh, hoping to get control of that first. Also, I don't really want to go speak to dragons, so... But yeah, it's not, not exactly my kind of thing either. I mean... Dragons are great if they're on your side, but if they're they're not, then you know, well, they're dragons, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, they are. They are the one. But look, I know you're not a member of the Rangers, but I want you to take this anyway. 
and he passes you over a coin, the coin with the same, pretty much the same coin that you, you, you took off of Darville. You show that to them, they'll know you're a friend. In the meantime, I'm going to focus on getting everything sorted out here. You might need some help if you're heading over there, by the way. Yeah, I'm not a very good swimmer. <laughs> Why don't you head, get yourself some help sorted and uh, let me know what your plans are. Sure. I don't think you should head out there today, though. Place is getting a bit chaotic, but... People around might remember things. Maybe people can help you a little bit. Sure. We have my boat as well. We kind of left it a bit, but we can still take that. But he's right. I think we should probably maybe get some help if we're heading out that way. Who do you want to speak to? Well, why don't we, um, why don't we head over to the clam? See what's going on in the area. It's your specialty, isn't it? Listening into what people are saying. Used to be. Well, maybe we should go have a drink, listen in, see if anybody remembers anything. Perhaps, perhaps someone had something before all this started. Maybe. Come on then. Is it not like super early in the morning? <laughs> um. Yeah, it's about lunchtime. Okay, Yeah, because you got up and, well, in that time you've you've kind of defeated a couple of big plants and everything. I know it was early in the morning you got around, but you're talking around about lunchtime now. Okay. So you can head over. Let's head over to the clam. Cool. The clam. The clam. The clam. You can head over to the clam and as you make your way there, you can go past everyone in the street. There's a lot of um, hustle and bustle out on the street. Lots of people sort of... Um, walking around, speaking to one another. The noise level is a lot higher than it was before. Although it was busy before, there wasn't a lot of communication. And yes, as you wander around, you see people realizing what's actually happened and, you know, reconnecting with one another, finding their friends, finding their family, and actually, you know, talking about what's happened. You open up the doors to the clam and as you go in, the place is heaving. It's lunchtime, but everyone is there. There's drinks flowing, there's food getting passed out. People are, although looking a little bit disorientated, generally rather happy. As you walk in, do you walk in, sorry. Yeah, I guess <laughs> I'll walk in. Sorry. <laughs> no, let's go somewhere else. As you, uh, are your way in. <laughs> Head into the clam and a slight silence falls as you hear a bit of a familiar voice from the back. That's him there! That's the one who did it! He's the one who saved everyone! Ava Simpson out there. I'm just gonna turn around. <laughs> you see Rin, the bard that you spoke to on the first night, as she is up on stage with her with her lute pointing out to you as she starts singing away about the one who saved them all and as you head in people start grabbing drinks for you and sliding them over they 
they're really welcoming to you and really lovely, although everybody's still a bit unsure on what's actually happened. What would you like to do? Ugh, I don't like it. I don't like all the attention. Uh, I'm going to... Uh, I'm entirely sure what I'm going to do, actually. I'm going to ask Lenara because she wanted to come down here. Lenara, what, who do you think, what information do you think we need to get? Right, well, what I'm thinking... I know this isn't your sort of scene, and I know you don't like the spotlight being on you, but... Not these days. It's a good thing, though, Rex. They're going to tell you things. I think we ask them what they remember. Someone has to remember Arlo when he first came here, what he did. All the people that are missing. We need to know how they all went missing as well. Maybe there's a certain pattern or trend there. I think we ask around, but maybe give people a chance to feel a little bit of joy. Yeah, they're not going to have that much information for us, are they? Not really. I mean, Norwin himself remembered Arlo, remembered him coming, and then nothing. But I feel that... Arlo would have targeted them first, got in, got in the headquarters under control first, giving him free reign to control everyone else. I guess. Well, I guess we could just ask the innkeeper. Of course. You can sort of, um, as you go through and there's lots of people around and everything, you can head up to the main part of the bar. Um, and the innkeeper will turn around and the um, you are met with, there's a couple of people behind the bar, but you are met with a woman with long dark hair, a human woman, um, wearing a long blue dress and an apron over it as she faces you. Oh, well, you must be the hero that we're all been hearing so much about. No, 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 no hero. Well... You killing those plants gave us our free will back. And our free will is um, certainly something worth, worth celebrating. Here, what would you like to drink? Uh, whiskey. Of course. And she goes and she gets a bottle. She pours you out a glass. Hands it over to you. <laughs> well, are you going to be staying here for a time? No, not too long. Probably just maybe tonight and then uh, be elsewhere. Of course. Well, there's room if you need it, both of you. Um, she sort of um, looks you a bit. What sort of... Um, body language you can give enough at this point um, but I don't like all the I'm not into all the attention and all that so I'm very like I'm not entirely sure why I'm here and especially if it's noisy and things like that I'm not entirely sure what information I need to get so I'm kind of like a bit cagey to be honest of course mm -hmm. um stay there a second <clears throat> Rin and Rin comes up to her and you, you see them having like a little quiet word and Rin sort of nods and comes up to the pair of you. Um, would you both come with me? Um, there's a quieter bit around the back. It's, it's out of use at the minute and 
why don't we go have a chat? There's a couple of things I'd like to share with both of you and... Yeah, I'd like that. Yes, come on. Um, and she kind of introduced herself to Lenara and um, takes the both of you round the back. You head through a little quiet corridor and you are met with a small room with a couple of tables and chairs in it. It's more like a little private function room and it's completely cut off from the rest as you're able to head in and sit down and you're there with Ren and Lenara. I have to apologise. Rex, I am... wasn't completely honest with you when I first met you. No, I was surprised. The stories that I told, the monster stories, they were all real. All completely real. In fact. But I've been to a lot of villages recently. A lot of fishing towns. A lot of them are... Well, they were quite like it was at Riverfrost when I first came in. I am a bard and I'm here to travel and tell tales, but I'm actually here because I'm looking for someone. She pulls out a ruffled up missing poster from her pocket and she spreads it onto the table. This is my dad. He's a fisherman. Just a town over from here. Went missing. A month or so back. Him along with many others. I've been trying to gather information. I think all these people are alive somewhere. I don't know where, but I have calculated that there's over a hundred missing people. If they were dead, surely by now at least one body would have appeared. She looks at you sort of like wide-eyed and Mm -hmm. anticipating. This is something to do with Arlo. I'm certain of it. I've traced that the. Yeah, my nutted notebook out. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I've traced that the the people that have gone missing. So far, they're from Fanfloss, Mirstone. And now River Frost. I think... I think he's taking people from these areas. I don't know what he's doing with them. But... You know that feast I told you about? The shark? Mm-hmm. Well... When I was out in my travels, I was able to find where these beasts were stationed they're out near here an island near here i think the people are there as well i think they're getting kept well it's maybe worth checking out uh, me and well hang on it's 
Well, Lara's not with me, is she? No, she's with you, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Well, yes, uh, I'm still here. Yeah, me and Lara are going off to see the merfolk, so maybe we should drop by this island and check oh, out. Oh, yes, that's a great idea. I, I haven't seen the merfolk in a while, but um, if, if there's something going on, they're going to know what's happening. I have good friends there. They'll definitely help. I know I don't know you, either of you, but if you need an extra hand, I'd love to come with you. I, I can sail, I can work a boat. Yeah, we're probably going to need more ship hands because there's only two of us and I don't know anything about sailing. So. Exactly. And I've been piecing this together for a while. You probably know more than I do. Well. I did, and then I let I let those stupid plants take control, and I knew what they were. Again, sorry for not telling you what they were. Yeah, that would have been really useful yeah, information. Probably. Actually, yeah, probably. I mean, people just think it's ridiculous when I go into towns, and I'm like, watch out for the plant that's controlling your mind, and then they think I'm a neurotic bard. But I'm here to help you as well, both of you. Although... Heading to the Merfolk, they are lovely, and I should be honest with you, they've been a little bit different recently, and they're already very dangerous. You're going to really need to keep your wits about you if you're going near them. Probably in some sort of control as well. Yes. The thing is, the Merfolk, they, I don't know how much you know about them, but... Their song. You need to find a way to make sure you can block out their song before we leave. And how do you suggest we do that? Well, there's a good magic shop in the area. Perhaps they'll have something that can help. We block out the song and then that actually gives you a fair chance of getting through. And then we can go and, um, hopefully find out what's happened and find these missing people and I could write an amazing song about it yeah that'll be great <laughs> in the meantime I know you don't seem to like the hustle and bustle out there why don't we all stay here we can have a drink and we can maybe have a have a chat and loosen up a little bit Sh sure would you like some music played yeah, that'll be uh, that'll be nice. What do you like? Yeah, something, something slow. Hmm. I have just the thing for you. And she she goes and she sits down and she takes out her lute, and she really gently and lightly plays this calming music, the slow calming music, allowing you to be with your thoughts and on what you're going to do next whether it's to the merfolk to the island which may have these people or to go and speak to a dragon and that's who we'll pick up next time hey well done Robin thank you thank you everyone for joining us today oh. we'll be back next week to carry on the story of Beneath the Sea at the same time Saturday 3pm GMT oh. Uh, tomorrow we are going to be guesting on Roll the Damn Dice, 
over on their Twitch channels. So we're going to be players in a festive theme game. Um, and it's in person. We're actually yeah. playing in person around a table. It's yeah. new. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Uh, make sure you uh, go check out all our socials. Come join us in the Discord. All the information is in the about section on our Twitch page. Uh, right, should we uh, give someone a little raid? We could do a little raid. I think the only ones we've got on are the wolves. wolves are we missing have, anyone? Um, I have a few different people. That, yeah, go for it. Then uh, what do you have? Let's see. We have uh, Singet, which can't seem to see the what they're playing. Um, looks like they're playing some racing game. Who else do I have? I have, oops, I have uh, Greasy Amygdala. And they are playing some Callisto Protocol. Oh, that um, was quite cool. Yeah, they let's have, give them yeah, raid. yeah. Let's let's give um, Greasy a raid. So go give them Sue some two amateur roll love. And we will see you, uh, see you tomorrow. Hope see on. you tomorrow, yeah. Right, bye everyone. Bye.